This episode is brought to you by the Grow Getters newsletter. Sign up at growgetters.io forward slash newsletter to make sure you never miss an episode. Welcome to Grow Getters, the Future Skills Podcast. If you want to future-proof yourself, turn your hobby into a profitable side hustle and create a thriving, multi-passionate career, then you're in the right place. Each week, we keep you up to speed with all the hottest and most in-demand methods, models, tools and trends in business and tech to help you stay ahead of the game and grow. I'm GrowGetters co-founder and innovation specialist, Tiffany Hart. And I'm GrowGetters co-founder and digital strategist, Tanya Garma. So if you're ready to stay relevant, in your element and be excellent, Follow the Grow Getters podcast for your weekly fix of future skills. Now, let's get growing. So first of all, let's look at what makes a great idea. And I believe what makes a great idea is that it solves a problem. It really is solving a genuine problem. There's a genuine need. It's a no-brainer. So people go, absolutely, I'm, I totally understand that idea. I'm on board. It's unique. It has a unique slant. It has, it's different and it's unlike the competitors. It's accessible. It's easy to understand. It's easy to use. It has a purpose. So it, it's genuinely developed for someone in mind and it's simple. It's absolutely, I understand that I'm totally on board and I, I know how it works. So it's simple. It's not too complicated. But most importantly, it provides real value to people to fulfill an unmet need. And a great idea is fulfilling an un, unmet need. And when you go from your kind of overarching big target audience or, or your kind of big positioning statement, when you really zone in and you find something that is slightly unique, you're filling and 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 there's nothing in the market at the moment, you're fulfilling an unmet need. And this is a really important thing about a great idea. So, okay, you've got a great idea. You're fulfilling an unmet need, but how can you validate this? This idea is really worth investing in before you really go forward and spend time and money on it. So the idea and the methodology behind what I guided everybody in in the workshops and what we're going to do today is around design thinking. This concept was developed by a guy called Tim Brown from IDEO. And IDEO is a fantastic innovation organization, a worldwide consultancy and design thinking is a human-centered approach to innovation. So it's about integrating the needs of people and the possibilities of technology and requirements of business success. So it's really about a human-centered approach. It's about stepping back from your idea. It's about stepping back from what your solution is and really assessing, is this the direction that I need to go? Does this have the most burning need for my customer, my target persona? So it's really a process and it's a mindset. And what we try and do with design thinking is we look at three major quadrants. Desirability, what do people desire? And we start with that customer, that persona, the person, the, the user that you have in mind. Is it desirable? Is it willing? Is, are people willing to, to, to purchase it? Um, do people want to, to use it? Are they asking you for it? Is it viable? So is it a financially viable idea? It may be an amazing idea, but you might not be getting the financial kickback that you need to be able to use this. And is it feasible? 
um, what is technically or organizationally feasible for you? So can you execute it? Can you run it? Can you do it? Can you do it alone? Can you do it with a team? So when you bring those three quadrants together in the middle, you find your solution. And that solution really should overlap those three quadrants or three lenses. And this is really helping you to drive growth and innovation in your business. And it may sound like a complete no-brainer, but actually it's always about designing with people in mind, really thinking about the person you're developing for, the person you're designing for and or developing an idea for. Always come from that person and not only a group of people, but a single persona, a single user, a single customer. Because when you really tap into that single customer, you'll find a single solution. Design thinking process looks like this. So you start with understanding the, understanding the problem. Then you go on to observing. You start to collect information and start to kind of create hypotheses. Your hypothesis is, is developed in your point of view. So you start to kind of structure, okay, well, I understand the major problem space. I understand the major area of the idea I'm trying to develop. And I'm observing, um, I'm observing my, my user. I'm, I'm going through interviewing them I'll, I'll go into more detail about this and you start to kind of zone in from your bigger problem to a smaller problem and from that smaller problem that more narrowed down problem you start to create ideas only once you have a very zoned in and clear problem to solve is when you can actually have a clear solution from an idea that you ideate in the ideation session once you've ideated a whole bunch of ideas you start to develop a prototype something very lo-fi, low fidelity, easy to execute. It could be a single conversation. It could be a simple landing page. It could be a simple social media post. Then from that, you take that prototype and you start to bring it out there and test. So what we're doing is we're moving from the problem space to the solution space. So starting with understanding, and this really is about understanding the general problem space, the open problem space, and really sharing experiences and finding open questions. So with understanding, we need to look at a single user's perspective. User, customer, person that comes into your business, person you interact with, person you're selling to, person you'd like to sell to, that single persona that you would like to go for. You may have multiple personas. You may have lots of different people you'd like to sell to. With this activity, you need to focus in on a single person, a single persona, because as I mentioned, it gives you clarity. Then what you do with this understanding process is you start to collect knowledge about them. Who are they? What are they doing? Where do they live? How do they interact? What's important to them? And you can also do this also through secondary research, collecting data, writing down just general assumptions that you've already thought of or you've had conversations with people like them in the past. And you can kind of develop initial perspective you can also gather this information online. A general Google search is good to kind of start to create a basis. Once you've done that, you create a research plan. So you basically step away from the idea or the solution you've developed and you step back and you give, you give yourself a bird's eye view and you kind of come back to a general problem. What is a general problem I'm trying to solve here? Then it'll help you restructure that very specific problem. That research plan is going to help you structure the next steps of working on developing this, this idea through design thinking. 
once you're starting to understand, then you start to observe. You've got a bit of a research plan. So that research plan is looking at how to engage with that potential customer, how to immerse yourself with that potential customer, how to observe that potential um, customer. And there's lots of ways you can do it. As you can see in these in these pictures, depending on who the customer persona or the customer you're trying to target, there may be different ways you can observe them. You could watch them. You could walk with them. You could interview them. You could follow them. There's lots of ways to observe them. And I really encourage you to get creative and spend a little bit of time on understanding them in a different way than you may have done before. So it helps you to deeply understand them. You've got your general assumptions about the problem. You've got your general desktop research about what you can gather from um, online, but really getting with the person and understanding them gives you so much more depth. So really engaging with your customer is giving you a chance to uncover unmet needs. Having conversations with people is just invaluable. Generally in society, we're quite transactional with the way that we connect. Mostly it's like, hey, how you on? Yeah, good, thanks. Bye. Next person. It's not often that we get the chance to really go deep and have a very deep conversation with someone. So doing this observing phase, you really get to go deep with the person and ask them for their permission to ask questions about them. And you're really kind of gaining insights to guide your design efforts, to guide the design of your idea. And when you've done that, you can really help to discover those emotions that lay behind the actions. You would never get this, this data online. You would only really get this through communication and through different ways of observing them. So depending on how you're going to do this, you can do it as an interview, as if an interview like this. Imagine if I'm interviewing you where I'm, I'm, I'm asking you questions and the person's responding in person. You could do it online. You could do it in person. You could do a, a video diary, get them to do a, a day in the life or over a week, get them to record themselves and capture their insights about XYZ process or what they're thinking. So it can also be a, a video diary study in context conversations, you know, in the environment that the person's in, you can actually have a conversation with them there. If you are, for example, let's take one of the, the lovely ladies that came to the workshop in Bemigui and in Marimbula, she's a nutritionist. And so she is helping people to change the way that they eat and how they, how they feel in their bodies. It's not about losing weight, but it's about how they feel and how they are living their lives. And so for her, a great idea that I came up with uh, that I just shared with her was actually to follow somebody on a day, on, on a 24-hour basis, wake up with them, go to sleep with them, not in the same bed, but just go to sleep with them and actually get to understand how they live their life. And you can actually observe so much by just being a third-party observer, engaging sometimes, but there's so much data and interesting information you can gather from following someone or being, being immersed in their life. Dependent on your business, dependent on what you're focusing on, I really do encourage you to be creative. Now, with this part, you're creating a research plan. So how would I get success? How do I know that I've got enough data to inform myself for the next step? Well, you could say, well, I'm going to do five interviews, five interviews with people in that specific area, that specific customer that I'd like to develop an idea for. I think my idea is going in that direction. So five interviews potentially, two day in the lives, 10 video diary studies, oh, 
10 in-context conversations when people come into your business and you have an in-context conversation and you ask them for, for, for permission to go deeper with them to do an interview for your own development, for your own understanding of your idea. So you're developing a research plan of what success means and then executing it. Want the latest tips, tools, trends and advice for building your career or business through thought leadership and innovation? And sign up to the Grow Getters newsletter where we drop all the latest grow getting goodness straight into your inbox each week to help you become the go-to expert in your industry. Plus, you'll also stay up to date and in the know on all of our Grow Getters insider events, webinars, and all the latest business experiments, neatly packaged and all in one place. Head to growgetters.io forward slash newsletter to sign up today.